Hi everyone and welcome to an update from Marie and Kate at Dietitian Connection. We just wanted to jump on and chat with all of you in um, what has been a very interesting last few weeks, very uncertain and still lots of changes happening. So we wanted to bring to you today um, a little bit of an update on where we're at and check in with all of you and sort of talk about how we can navigate the coronavirus uncertainty that's in front of us. So um, as we have been in the last couple of weeks, I'm sure you have as well, everyone's feeling it differently. Um, we obviously had to postpone Dietitians Unite uh, 2020 to October and we'll um, just talk to you a little bit about the things that we've been doing um, to navigate this uncertain period in terms of how we're keeping ourselves well and what we're doing to try to keep the business running and then what we'd like to do to help you, our uh, wonderful dietitian community. Yeah, we, we really hope you've somehow found some moments of calm and positivity with everything going on. Um, as Marie said, it's been a hell of a week. So yeah, it's nice to connect with you and um, nice for us all to acknowledge what we're going through and share how we are trying to move forward. So um, yeah, we're hearing many stories from dietitians about consults being cancelled, workshops being cancelled and events being cancelled just like we have got just gone through and yeah, some struggling businesses. Um, so as Marie said, yeah, we really just wanted to come on here and talk about um, uh, the tools that we're using to help us adapt uh, and then potentially how you might use them to serve your community. I think we're really, um, we're acknowledging that now is the time for adaptation and creativity. If there ever was a time for adaptation and creativity, now is the time. Um, and yeah, it's really easy to get stuck in um, all of the uncertainty and negativity that's happening. And uh, Marie will attest to that. I have a meltdown at least once a day um, over the last week, but uh, I think it's okay to do that and, and then pick yourself up and think, well, how am I going to get out of this? So um, throughout this, um, the next, you know, 20 minutes, we really want you to choose what's relevant to you, pick and choose what you might use for your business and what you might not use. Um, this is just us presenting it to you and see how it might help you. So Marie, what were you going to say there? I was going to just say, how, so how are you doing, Kate? Yes, that's a good question. Um, Doing okay. Uh, as I said, I am um, struggling a little bit at times. Just uh, really, we've never seen anything like this before. And I just, I feel like our, our world is um, just sort of in pieces at the moment. So that's one side. The other side is um, I'm really grateful to have um, health, my health, um, my family's is healthy. And I'm really grateful to live in a world I suppose where I do have access to um, a roof over my head and also the great team I have at Dietitian Connections. So I think to sum it up, um, I'm feeling overwhelmed, but I'm also feeling grateful and um, I'm feeling like we need to move forward and adapt. And I think it's okay to feel all of these emotions at once. I hope it's okay. What about yourself, Marie? So I think similar to you, I think you can sort of go on a bit of an emotional roller coaster, and that can be in minutes, hours, or over the day. Um, so I think it's 
as you said, okay to just to be with yourself and those emotions. Um, my go-to tends to be action. So what can we do? What do we need to do to keep moving? What do we need to do to keep moving forward? I guess that's just my way of managing the uncertainty. So Kate has been on the end of that at Dietitian Connection um, and Melissa. And um, yeah, we're just navigating the new norm. And um, this morning we were talking about that this is probably going to be a marathon, not a sprint, which is how I was seeing it. So yeah, how can we take care of ourselves um, and you, our community during this period of time? Yeah, thanks, Marie. And I also just have to say thank you to you for all your support, emotional support and professional support over the last week. Yeah, it's been a team effort. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of you have been asking how Dietitian Connection is and overall we're, we're doing okay. We have taken a bit of a hit um, and at the moment we're really just treading water, um, trying to keep our heads above the water and most of you would have seen our announcement about Dietitians Unite having to be postponed and it was uh, it hit me emotionally because we had invested so much energy and so much um, time into it so far but I think the key there is that we're moving quickly to adapt and um, and yeah trying to move on trying to problem solve and I have to say thank you to you Marie for doing that you just handled that whole situation like an absolute champion um, and we want to say as well thank you to you listening um, for being so um, for your support and your understanding in us having to move the date yeah, we've really been very thankful and grateful of your support and understanding. Obviously, it wasn't a decision that we wanted to make. In the end, it was taken out of our hands, but um, everyone has been fantastic in terms of supporting us with the new date. I'd also like to publicly acknowledge The Crown, our venue, who just made that transition so easy. They um, put a new date on hold for us until we were able to make a decision and haven't charged us any change fees, which would have been the normal case. Um, and they've just been nothing but amazing in um, helping us transition to the October date. So we are still planning and working bigger and better to uh, bring to you Dietitians Unite 2020 in the 26th of October. Yeah, um, we also want to say a shout out to all of the heroes that are working in healthcare, supermarkets, food suppliers, couriers, pharmacies. Um, and those that are sitting at home, staying at home to do mm -hmm. their part in this situation. Um, not, not all heroes wear capes and um, we clearly have many heroes amongst us. We want to say a really big thank you to you. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so maybe to start off, Marie, um, I'd be good to hear from your side what we are currently doing as far as sort of teamwork and also self-care work at the moment. Mm -hmm. So maybe I can talk, start first with my own self-care if that works. Yeah, so that sounds great. I think for probably the last six months, I've actually been going on a bit of a self-care journey. So I've implemented quite a few different things that I think have kept me in good stead during this period. My personality is high anxiety. Uh, my dad has post-traumatic stress disorder. He's a Vietnam vet. I don't know how much of my anxiety is related to him. I think there's probably a genetic component. Um, so my predisposition is to be high anxiety, but I found that I've been able to navigate this most recent coronavirus um, situation that we find ourselves in much better. And I do wonder how much of it is due to some of these things that I've been putting into place. So the things that I've been doing are 
the Resilience Project Gratitude Journal. Um, Hugh um, is our one of our keynote speakers, hopefully is able to join us in October. Uh, I recommend you checking out his podcast, The, um, the Imperfects, if you haven't listened to that already. And they've got a gratitude journal. So I complete that every evening. Um, yeah, anything to do with the Resilience Project, I'm really hoping that they'll be able to join us in, in October. I'm also doing, I'm not a big exerciser, never have been. Um, so I've been doing personal training with Sean, who's a fellow dietitian. Some of you might remember him from our Dietitians Unite campaign. We're now doing that via Zoom twice a week. So that's been an interesting transition. And on the other days, I'm trying to walk. Um, what else am I doing? Um, in the morning, I am doing affirmations. So I've got a set of affirmation cards from Kiki K that I go through and also some um, breathing exercises. So trying to do some things in the beginning of the day, um, throughout the day, and then the gratitude journal at the end of the day. So that's what I'm doing personally, as well as I'm probably not the best dietitian and not the best um, person at taking care of myself. So I'm trying to actually prioritize <laughs> drinking water and eating. Um, Cause I can tend to just go off into working 24 seven and forget to drink and eat. So I'm actually putting that on the high priority list. Thanks, Maria. And I know you're also making sure that the whole team does that with our virtual lunches. Yes, we had our first virtual lunch today to make sure that we were all stopping and eating. So that was a, I think, I think we'll continue to do that. Hmm. What else have you been doing or us as a team, Kate? Yeah, so as a team, we've been talking about what we're grateful for. Um, we've been also debrief, spending time uh, in a meeting in, in the morning, debriefing um, just the whole situation. I, I feel like it's really important to talk about it, talk about what changes have happened overnight and talk about any other thoughts we have, feelings or um, comments. So I've really appreciated that. Um, and also, yeah, talking about what we're grateful for that day has been um, really helpful. The science behind gratitude, gratitude is just fascinating. And I mean, I can see it working within myself. Yeah. Um, I think we've also started to implement what we're um, planning to do for the day and then what we've achieved for the day as well. Yeah. So a really easy thing is three things I'm going to focus on today, three things that I achieved yesterday and potentially something that I need help with, um, which is a really easy way to do a short, sharp meeting with your team where everyone gets a chance to speak. Yeah. But I think also recognizing that sometimes um, we're just not going to be pro as productive as we normally would be like going through the emotions or hearing the latest thing on the news. So just being okay with ourselves that we might not be as productive as we normally would be and it's okay maybe not to get through our entire list um, that's why we're only trying to say up to three things and you might not even get those three things done but um, trying to have some priorities but it's okay if that don't happen for the day yeah and focus your energy on the most important ones the most crucial ones for your business or your plan moving forward put your energy into those ones mm -hmm. yeah thanks for that marie um 
something uh, that we did today was we had our dogs join us on our Zoom call. So all three of us with our respective dogs, which was the most wonderful thing. Um, really good for lifting positivity and just general mood. So we might try and do more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something else we're going to try is a walking meeting. So try and do a phone call, a three-way phone call where we can chat while we walk. Um, as long as we, you don't need a computer in front of you. I'm really interested to see how that goes. And then I know you like your humour, Kate. Yes. So a couple of other things that I'm doing. I'm um, honestly really surviving through memes at the moment. Memes are really helping me just laugh a little bit and just take away, take the edge off some of the really, um, I guess, negative, horrible parts of this current situation. So I must say I am taking it very seriously and I realise it is a really serious situation. Um, memes are just my way of coping at the moment. So um, I love that we can actually send memes to each other as a team at the moment um, and also I'm also sending them to my best friend and we're just we're having a good time, just having a laugh sometimes about um, what it's like being in isolation and just trying to look at the funny side at times whilst still knowing that it's a really serious situation. Yeah. I think we were laughing that we've got group chats on every channel. So we've got a group chat on text, on Instagram, on um, LinkedIn, LinkedIn, Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a bit out of control. <laughs> Um, And something I'm really trying not to be is an energy vampire. So this is actually a term that I heard from Abby White um, and uh, essentially just, yeah, try not to, try not to suck energy from situations and be negative and just try and be more positive, which um, I mean, I'm making sure my team holds me accountable to that. Yeah. So Marie, tell me about what are your top tips when it comes to working from home since we've actually, we've actually been doing it for a bit at Dietitian Connection um, before this whole crisis started. We worked from home quite a bit. So tell me a bit about what you've learned from that, Marie. Yeah, so we decided to um, not continue with our office this year. So we've been doing the home, working from home since the beginning of the year. And we feel like all of you have now just joined us. You've joined our world. So some things I think is really important to consider is what works best for you. So I'm, I'm actually not a morning person, but I get up early. So I like to get a lot of things done in the morning when the emails aren't coming in. So I've got nice quiet periods of time and I can focus and get a lot of that deep work done in the morning. Whereas Kate, I know you're more of the afternoon evening person. So I think knowing what time zone works for you in terms of doing work uh, is a great place to start and then obviously trying to set some boundaries on that time if you can between work and home time and then I think it's about environment so having you know a good environment at home to work and maybe it's changing up your environment so currently I'm kind of in the lounge room um, as you see this Um, but then I also have an office space and sometimes I'm doing stuff from the couch which is probably not the best scenario from a posture standpoint or I might even set up outside on the deck if it's Mm. a nice day and get some sun so again I think just changing up your environment through the day can help to do different tasks as well so if you're um, you know need some thinking time you might do that on the couch or on the deck but if you obviously need to do some more um, focused work. It might be at the computer in your office. Um, I think it's really important to stay connected. So 
one of my goals has been to actually speak to someone at least once a day, um, also outside of the DC team, um, and trying to do that now via Zoom so that you have that face-to-face -face contact is really important, more so than ever. And I think for us as a DC team, it's about over communicating. So no longer do we have those hallway conversations or those lunchtime conversations where a lot of um, things can actually get sorted out or um, discussed. We don't have that opportunity anymore. So over communicating, I think we end up talking to each other quite a few times a day through different means, whether that be texts, emails, phone calls, Zoom. Would you have anything to add? Yeah, Kate? which is okay, right? We often get off the phone after having a, a conversation with a list of items and then I just realised I forgot to ask you something and then I'll just call you back and it's okay. It's the new way of communicating. So, yeah. Um, and so that's Summer's dog in the background. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I think one thing, actually, that just reminded me, one thing is just to be aware of that. We don't, we don't have perfectly quiet offices anymore we're all working at home with our pets and our family and um i think it's just about being tolerant and um just being i guess flexible and aware that we don't have the same office environment that we used to we can try and get it as close as possible but if someone has um their child nagging them for a snack or if they've got their pet barking just to be like mindful and tolerant of that so yeah, you might be able to hear some um, saxophone or opera singing in the background um, from my end. That is because for some reason my neighbour has um, decided to take up opera singing. So I'm just trying to be tolerant of that. <laughs> I yeah. think the other thing is what, what to wear. So we've kind of agreed that we have a no makeup, don't need to look good, hair doesn't need yeah. to be done rule particularly in the morning um so which is not... a huge relief we don't have to spend <laughs> half an hour choosing our outfit and doing our makeup just to hop on a video call as a team no we're not going to judge each other no judgment here and we're just going to be really understanding yeah so yeah. i've got casual shorts on on the bottom of this call <laughs> but you look fabulous at the top <laughs> i have dressed up a little bit today yeah yeah <laughs> Cool. That's good stuff, Marie. Yeah. I think we'll see just, you find a way that makes it work for you is the overarching message there. Yeah. yeah. So what about some of the tools or would you have anything to add about working from home, Kate? No, I think we've basically covered most of it. Um, yeah. Communication, making sure that um, we're being flexible and tolerant of each other's work situations. And I am hearing some horror stories about um, people who have been doing um, not within dietetics, outside of dietetics, have been doing video calls with their team and there's been some rather embarrassing stuff happen, like um, a partner does a nudie run behind them to get to the bathroom or get a towel or something. <laughs> so maybe just being mindful of that in terms of where you set up your desk and your camera and just knowing that um, getting used to the fact that if you're on a Zoom call, your camera's on and just being aware of that so that there's no too embarrassing moments. Yeah. Um, about some of the tools that we're using, Kate, to adapt to working yeah. at home? 
Yeah. So as I mentioned before, I think it's time to adapt and this is where the creativity comes in. And also something that I've seen being brought up um, at the moment is that screen time is vastly increasing amongst um, our population. So um, as a lot of people go into isolation, we're spending more time on our TV screens and even more so on our phone screens. So that therein does present an opportunity in terms of how dietitians can potentially get in front of their audience. So um, in terms of tools, take you a bit uh, through a bit of what we use. So we use Zoom for our conference calls, our team calls, and we also use it for some, for um, something like this, recording a video and also recording a podcast. And Zoom can also potentially be used for um, online work with clients, presentations. If you're going to do a um, a Zoom call with a large group of people above. 10 to 20, I would consider using Zoom webinar. The Zoom webinar function means that you can have a big group of people watching and listening to you, but they can't necessarily turn their camera or their, um, or their microphone on. So uh, when, you get, when you get into a really large group and you're trying to um, do a presentation, it can be quite hard to control all the microphones and all the feedback that you get, especially since some people don't realize when their microphone is on. So Zoom meetings is really helpful for anything from under 10 to up to 20. And then Zoom webinar can be really helpful for people above that if you don't need them to have their cameras on or their um, mics on. Um, and you can really easily record videos on Zoom. That's what we're doing today. And you can share it on other platforms. Um, another uh, feature that people are using is the ability to share your Zoom um, video to, into a Facebook live stream, which can be really helpful if you want to try and get people who are hanging out on Facebook. Um, although just a note about that, if you're, uh, you're going to put it onto Facebook, then there's um, less of an ability to follow up with people the way you would be able to if you organized a session or a webinar over Zoom and then um, got people to register or subscribe so that you could send the link out to them. If you do it that way, you can keep sort of an ongoing conversation with them. Um, whereas if you do it to Facebook, it's a little bit more into the open, less able to follow up with them. Um, and actually, one thing that we've recently discovered on Zoom is the ability to do a virtual background so that you don't have to clean up all of the stuff that you have in the background of your video, which can be really handy. So I'm actually going to see if I can do that now to show you. Super easy. Um, you just follow a bunch of settings. We'll link it to the show notes um, where you essentially just set your Zoom background like so, can you see that over yep. there, Marie? Yep. Yeah, which is really cool. Today I'm in San Francisco. <laughs> and there we go, Marie, you've got yours as well. Marie has a custom image at the moment, um, which is really cool. You just, um, custom images seem to work better when you've got a solid colored wall behind you because it acts like a green screen. Um, sometimes it seems to depend on the image, but yours seems to be working well over there, Marie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's a really great way to just maybe make your videos more engaging without having to completely clean your house. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, another thing that you could consider, and it's a tool that we use a lot, is po podcasting. Podcasting is really increasing in popularity in terms of how users um, 
use social media um, and it's also it's just a great way to actually communicate with your audience and, and almost have a type of connection where you feel like you're sitting next to someone that you're actually having a conversation with them. So we're going to link to some podcast resources and we're hearing lots of really encouraging stories of um, dietitians getting into podcasts now. They had been thinking about starting a podcast for a long time and now they're thinking it's the time to do it um, given the current situation. So yeah, did you have anything to add there, Marie? No. Cool. Um, another tool we use is Canva, which is basically your own graphic design tool. And that's really helpful to make things like infographics. Um, a lot of people actually have actually have been using Canva to make infographics regarding coronavirus and all of the information that's been distributed. As we can all agree, there's been a lot of information around it. So um, yeah, Canva is a really neat tool to do that on your own without the need for really big design packages um, like Photoshop, et cetera. Um, I just wanted to pop back to the conversation about um, Zoom. We actually often use screen share with Zoom as well, which you can do on Skype as well, which is where, um, yeah, essentially you can show a presentation or you can show someone how to do something. You might have some colleagues that you're trying to train or show how to do something um, through your network or through the programs that you use for your work. And we do a lot of our training videos virtually. So we actually just use QuickTime um, on our Mac software to screen share and also talk to our screen sharing in order to basically record a training video. And you can do the same if you're on PC, you can use Loom, which is quite similar. Um, and you can also use Zoom to train someone as well. And you can, you can do a video on Zoom as well and share that. Um, maybe a bit of about our project management, Marie. Can you talk to some of that? Because I know you've tried quite a few bits of software. So we use a couple. We use Asana and we use that for Dietitians Unite. So we did have a big long checklist with who was doing what and what dates things were due, getting ready for the May Dietitians Unite. We're, we're now in the process of changing all of those dates to October. But that's a really great way of us keeping track of all the tasks that we need to do who's going to be doing them and when they need to be done by and we can tick them off as we go. We also use Trello and we particularly use that with our web developer. So any new tasks or things that we need taken care of on the website, we put in a, tr a Trello board, what's called a Trello board, and um, communicate with our web team that way. I'm also using it personally. So I used to use my email as a to-do list, which is a big no-no. Um, so this year I'm actually using Trello as a bit of a, I've got my own sort of personal ball with um, things that I want to do that might be a bit further out. They're not something I need to do today or tomorrow or this week or even this month, but they're things that I want to get to at some point. So I'm using Trello to keep a track of those as opposed to my email. Um, and you've mentioned Slack. We haven't used that one so much. Do you have comments on that one, Kate? Yeah, um, we as yeah we haven't used it a whole lot, but from what I hear, Slack. A lot, so just where this is coming from, a lot of people are not sure what the key differences are between all of these different project management software. So 
Asana is really good for checklists. Trello is really good for projects, having boards with all different projects and having key items and attachments for them. Slack is really good for email thread conversations. So Slack is pretty much, as you not did a nod to before, Marie, Slack is like a way of keeping in touch, um, sorry, keeping track of all the different comments and conversations that um, have happened with regard to a certain project or with regard to a certain topic. So it's kind of a way to just bubble up all every all the conversations that have happened about, let's say, the Instagram channel that you're creating and keeping it all in one place. I yeah. think other people use Microsoft Team as well. Again, we haven't used that one either, but I think other people are finding that useful. Yeah, obviously it depends on what package you have through your work and what other software you're using. You've got to find something that works for you and integrates nicely with the rest of your systems as well. Yeah, I've got to say we're finding audio messages working really well for us, which is something that we just use on iPhone as well. Um, it's just a really nice way to send a sound bite to the team or a specific team member if you need to make a comment about something and you feel like you don't have the capacity to make a phone call at that point, but you also feel like the tone really needs to come from your um, voice, come from the audio rather than from an email. Super handy when you're trying to um, do something else like you know, you're walking somewhere or you're trying to hang up washing or something and you've just remembered something. Um, yeah, super easy that way. And I think FaceTime. So we used FaceTime today for our virtual lunch, which worked well as well. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, we should also say that uh, at least in Australia, the Dietitians Association of Australia um, at this point that where we're when we're recording this video and podcast um our understanding is that they're working around the clock to organize telehealth arrangements for dietitians and to organize at least some sort of medicare arrangements so that's really good to see and I, I really really hope they can get sorted as soon as possible so that we can all actually just embrace technology and use it to, to still serve our clients mm. Yeah, and I, I think just to summarise, I think the best thing we can all do now is to <clears throat> really take care of ourselves first and foremost. It's like the airplane, you have to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help others. So doing what you need to do to take care of yourself, um, both physically and mentally, and giving ourselves permission to slow down. I feel like the earth or the world is really sending us a message and really asking all of us to take this time to mm. slow down where possible. Let's be kind to each other as well. Let's be kind and understanding. And just if someone doesn't email something by the deadline that they told you they'd get to, let's just be kind and acknowledge that everything is changing rapidly. And um, yeah, it's okay to be understanding. And, um, you know, maybe that's an opportunity to ring that person and have a chat to them and see how they are. Yeah. yeah I think I'm definitely calling people more these days. Yeah. yeah. So that actually leads me to my next thought. Um, we're actually uh, in the process of launching a YouTube channel. Um, so we'll sit, we will be able to provide details as soon as possible, but um, we're really trying to adapt to the situation. We understand that YouTube is a really growing channel and it's actually a search engine these days as well. So it's actually the second most used website just behind Google when it comes to um, consumers searching for things. So um, we really want to serve you and we, we hear that what we're hearing is that your professional development needs are still here and we really want to serve you with that. Do you have yeah, any comments, so we're Yeah, we're trying to collate 
a few uh, relevant videos for, for you at this particular time. So we hope to bring that to you in the next week or two. Um, but stay tuned. This was something that we'd wanted to do anyway. We were going to do it later in the year and we've just brought it forward. So we're hoping this will be a, a, a great place for you to get all the information that you need at this point in time. We also really need to hear from you what kind of content you want. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be posting some polls in our Facebook group and also on our Instagram. And we really need you to tell us how can we help you? Um, what kind of content do you need more of? Or um, what ways can we help you adapt to the situation um, and also still try and serve the people that really need you? So uh, please um, keep a lookout, follow us on the gram and on our Facebook group and uh, please contribute to that if you can. I know it's really easy to think, oh, someone else will say what I was thinking, but we really need to hear from you. And we just encourage all of you to stay at home if you're able to. We realise some people um, actually do need to be on the front line and we thank them for that. Um, but where you can, please stay at home during this period of time and take care of yourself and um, yeah, we look forward to connecting with you in, in the coming weeks. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for being part of our community. Um, we're committed to serving you and uh, we really hope that we can all get through this together. Mm -hmm.